Infinite Ammo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Infinite Ammo Syndicate European podcast, EU cast. Uh, episode 6, we're all in here today with uh, Inferno Dragon. Yo. Shadow Pyro. What up, people? Shadow 1990s. Yo, what's up? And Sonic, so I thought there was going to be a fourth Shadow there. No, it's <laughs> just me, Sonic. Hello. How, how y'all doing tonight? It's 12 o'clock, actually. It's... <laughs> I don't know that yet. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> minus 20 degrees here or something, so... You're like comfortably me. inside. <laughs> so yeah, you're like... popsicle? Yeah. I'm actually good. It's... Uh, I'm I'm based in the UK, and it's starting to actually get darker later. So I'm happy about that. I cleaned my motorbike today, so there, that's a good point for me today. I was productive. That's good. All right, so uh, you guys want to just jump into the topics right now? Yeah, sure. Yep. All right, first one is going to be about Metal Gear Survive. Um, oh boy. I'm gonna put a personal opinion here. I don't. I don't mind the game. I've been playing it. I got it from a friend. He sent me a copy. I, it's not bad, but it could be a lot better. However, one of the things that bothers me is the microtransactions. Uh, Ten dollars for offline save slots. If you want to buy, like, upgrade your base or emotes, that costs money, and it's it's kind of shameful. It really is. Uh, the fact that there's some emotes you could also only get for pre-ordering too, which is kind of dumb. And the fact that some of the bundles for the coins also. Oh, go on. Sorry, like, I've never played Metagross Survival, and when I read something about it, about this save slot, it's like, what is the game actually about, and why do you need offline save slots? Because that whole idea of paying for something offline yeah. is idiotic to me. Uh, well, I'll, I'll explain it really fast. So the game starts you off with one character. Like, uh, the first right. character is free. And that's, you know, you go through a campaign, that's a character you level up to the end and all that. And with this, if you want to restart, you either have to delete that the original save and go through again, or pay to get another, like, another character slot. Oh, so yeah. like how on GTA Online you can have, like, up to two characters. Yeah. That's free. And like what, uh, not League of Legends, the other one, World of Warcraft, like you can have more than one character. But yeah. You don't have to pay for those? Uh, yeah. Well, that's an MMO, so not yeah. exactly the best comparison. You're already yeah, paying for uh, an MMO anyway. The, the concept right. makes sense, but the comparison isn't. Okay. Well, I, um, I actually compared it to something I play a lot, which has the same feature, which is Guild Wars 2. It's also an MMO, but it's free to play. But you have like, I think at the beginning you have like five character slots and you can buy additional ones. And I looked it up real quick how much you pay there for an additional character slot. And it's actually also $10 if uh, calculated. There's a difference though. In Guild Wars, you can actually buy the in-game, the the currency for the character slots. You can earn that in-game. Or or rather you can farm gold and then buy in-game currency. So that makes sense. Okay. When it comes, oh, it's weird. I'm oh, sorry. When it comes to things like this, like with Metal Gear Survive and Konami in general, my thing is they re- like 
game companies don't seem to like like Konami and EA don't seem to understand that when you have people when you already have a bad reputation, doing stuff like this will only just make it worse because. Like EA can kind of get away with it because you know no they can't normies buy they kind of for the most part (laughs) I I get what he's saying they can (laughs) no they can't not anymore well not like I said for the most part but not anymore with like Battlefront two you have to think about it like but FIFA Ultimate Team alone brings in almost a billion dollars in revenue that's what I'm saying yeah like that's what I'm saying normies will eat that shit up like nobody's business yeah normies. (laughs) <laughs> normies yeah. like like i was getting ready to say mostly a lot of the ea money that they get comes from normies who go and kids because i've seen i uh, like for example like you know i worked at target once and i saw a kid who bought 100 dollars worth of um xbox money right and it was just for fucking map packs and i'm just like you could buy five you could buy freaking five copies of Cuphead, yet you decide to use it on fucking map packs. And I'm like Or I mean like know. hell, you could buy a brand new game and a whole yeah. bunch of stuff on sale with that. Yeah. Get and I'm like, controllers. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, so this is where the um, so I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is where their money comes from. And what else? Um, I, I'm like with something like Konami. I don't think Konami has that luxury that EA or like Activision would have because you know they fucking fired Kojima and are under a lot of heat, and they will take literally any praise that they can get. If I think Metal Gear survives okay, they'll go, "Oh shit!" Retweet them, retweet yeah. that shit or whatever. But um, they like something that's when not- it comes to like this kind of stuff. If I was running, uh, I was running Konami, I'd say. On and it's just it's just really fucking stupid. I, I was expecting them to kind of do it like Mother Base Coins and MGS Five proper. Like it, Mother Base Coins were basically useless ninety percent of a game, and that, the ten percent where you could use them, you already got enough from daily logins that you never had to pay for them. Yeah, I I'm surprised if they went this far. It admittedly, it's not as bad as uh, fucking EA's ever gone. Is I mean. Well, let's be fair with, you know, EA. They go fucking nuts with microtransactions. But yeah. they can do it. They they make, I think it was 30 or 40% of their revenue. Activision made 40% of their revenue from microtransactions last year. It's big for these companies. And but this, to, is, this is to a point where it's going too far, I think. Yeah, to the point where EA fucked up so hard that the goddamn governments are getting involved. Oh, yeah. Good job, EA. Good job. And you you have... up everyone. <laughs> You have you have with Konami going here like oh here's ten dollars play me ten dollars for extra save slots when you can have three separate save slots since the Legend of Zelda on the goddamn NES. Yeah, great. <laughs> I, I will say I will say this: this is at least a little bit better than loot box microtransactions because you at least know what you're going to get out of this. Uh, that's one thing I'll give them. You you at but least know what you're paying boxes, for. So, <laughs> uh, it doesn't have loot boxes. Granted, I haven't found. The transaction shouldn't even be there in the first place. It's a goddamn safe slot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 with you on that also. But well, I mean, there's also um like yeah, the emotes and shit that do, which I'm fine with because you don't really use the emotes outside of a co-op. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, if there's a way to do it, and I haven't found it. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's very suspicious. I think. And it, it's such a shame, because, uh, again, I'm an interjector, 
there is a good game in Metal Gear Survive. Yeah. Just the, the issues that it does have, like this, taints the things. It's not a great game, but it's a good game. I've I've spent way more on worse. I've, is it I've, Daisy? I've actually um, I played the beta with uh, uh with uh, with uh, on the with the Austin Eruption server, Volcano uh, yeah. Eruption, looking on YouTube and whatever. But um, I actually like when I played it alone, I had a horrible time. But when I found out what I was doing and I was playing with friends, I had a I had a ton of fun. I'm gonna say oh, yeah. more fun than I did with Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. But then again, I really don't like that game. But then I somehow like enjoy playing Survive. So you know, how is it um, story wise? Uh, story wise, there's there's some intrigue going on. Um, I, I'll say this: it's not a good, it's not a great story. But yeah, it, it structures everything to where you have different experiences going on. And um, if you have a chance, look up Lord of Dust. Okay, all, all I'm gonna say. Just look up the first experience of that thing. <laughs> all I'll say is that if if Konami releases Rumble Roses three, and it's gonna be filled with like fucking swimsuit microtransactions, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Don't get my ideas. It, it can't be as bad as um uh Dead or Alive five. Like, oh, it's gonna be fucking Dead or Alive five. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, last round. How much DLC does that fucking thing have? A hundred dollars for swimsuit. A lot, of the, a lot of the DLC on Dead or Alive Five is free, though. Well, okay, all the paid DLC that's on here because I'm looking at the Steam page, one thousand two hundred eighty-nine dollars and seventy-nine cents. That is for crazy. every single one of those packs. That's what happens when you yeah. keep releasing DLC for years. <laughs> it's an unfortunate yeah. consequence. Jesus. I, I, I mean, with core I, fighters, it's just like I'm sorry, I interrupted. It's like five dollars. Yeah. I think like I think with like for core fighters, it's the free to play one. So they're like, hey, you want a, you want a new character? Five bucks. So you want the full thing? Pay us this much. Yeah, Which, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, also, we should talk about as Killer Instinct. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not as bad. Like Killer Instinct's nowhere near as bad as this. Yeah, Killer Instinct like sixty dollars will basically get you yeah, everything. Everything, yeah. And Here, if you're playing on Xbox One, you also get the original like arcade versions of one and two. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bonus. Um yeah, also we should on, we should sorry. talk about uh Survive's ELUA really fast. Because there oh, is yeah. some actually funny shit in here. Yeah. Um so engage in alright, so this is just some terms you can't do or you'll get banned. Uh engage in an act that encourages or assists suicide or drug abuse. That's good, that's that's positive. Uh, seek a relationship with another person or act that uh, or an act that Konami determines is made for a main purpose of causing a relationship, including relationships, acts, or socializing limited to the, within the consent. So you, love can't bloom on this battlefield. <laughs> I mean, with some things, I'm okay. Like I can see why they put that in there because yeah. you know if you're if you're a fe- if you're are if you are a female who plays on like Xbox Live and PSN and shit. Sometimes, like your experience will much will be much different than someone with a yeah than, uh, than males because you're fucking, gonna either you're, there's that fucking Xbox yeah. Live message. Uh, you're you're a female gamer. Tis an awesome thing to see. Yeah. I'll be in the kitchen. Yeah, you have <laughs> you'll have people like you'll have people trolling people legit trying to hit on you. Like it, it yeah, your experience is definitely gonna differ if you're female. So I can understand if they're coming from that, but if like. They, if, <laughs> it's just it is kind of silly how they worded it. Oh yeah. Well, there's also um, 
like campaign for pre-election campaign campaign or participate in politics or participate in politics stuff like that that's pretty funny yeah <laughs> that's, that's funny shit. imagining like an old politician playing the game trying to uh, like spread propaganda amongst the youth <laughs> well, well i also have to think about it like this right this must have happened before somewhere yes this <laughs> like that boggles my fucking mind <laughs> But yeah, I mean, honestly, that's not it's not the worst ELUA I've ever seen, but it's fucking funny as shit. Who knows? Maybe sense. there's different EULAs that that actually have that line. It's just that um, nobody's looked through that deep. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> they just want to play the game. <laughs> oh man, Konami um, says socializing. How dare you? Socializing? <laughs> no friends. You're fucking nerds, get out of here. You are all nerds who waste money on our game. You have no social lives. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, boy. All right, so we're, we're going to jump to the next topic here. Uh, Saints Row, Metro, Dead Island Publisher, you know, big major company, Koch Media, most known as Deep Silver for most people, was acquired by THQ Nordic, meaning we now have Volition under THQ again. Yeah, oh, that's Jesus what I was fuck, to say. it's 2008. Okay, so they got the franchises and now we got them back. Like, okay. But I think they did that because, like, part of me thinks they did that was mostly, it might be because of Agents of Mayhem, if ever, if anyone played it. Oh, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you, if you, that, was a, that was a garbage fire, sorry. Yeah, if you didn't play it, I feel really, like, if you didn't play it, it's fine. It's easily passable, but, like, I was so expecting, like, this is going to be a fun game, you know? Like, at least it'll be something different. But it was just Saints Row with Borderlands mechanics, and I was just like, wow, this game sucks. Yeah, it, it was it was mind-boggling how bad it was. Yeah. I was actually almost a little bit impressed with how shit it ended up being. <laughs> um, but yeah, now now they have uh, now they have rights to Metro, uh, Saints Row, Homefront. They also now own Crytek UK. Homefront is a weird series for me. This is like, okay, you got the original <laughs> Homefront, which was kind yeah. of a cult classic, and then you got Revolution, which I think was in development hell for like, what, five, about, seven years? About six or seven years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, okay, what are you going to do next? Homefront, The Reckoning? Well, yeah. with, with Homefront... The problem is, I see there's so much potential in both of those games, but they always fuck them up in yeah. some way. Um, I, I think this is good news for everybody there. Um, you know, Deep, Deep Silver's had some issues recently. Um, considering, you know, the best game they published recently was uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yeah, yeah. Which we'll, we'll get into later. But they also have the they have a physical publishing rights for uh, Shinmue Three, so and that's the thing. Yep, uh, we, we don't speak about that game. They also have a Sacred series, which isn't very good, but hey, so somebody likes them clearly. And I think in the their Europe branch publishes most of Atlas's game, Atlas's and Sega's games. Yeah, they they publish all of the uh, Shin Megami Tensei series. But I think I think they broke off from I think Atlas actually broke off from that and established a European branch. Uh, no, they they still have the rights for it. It's, I think the rights don't expire for another, like, four years. I see. 
But uh, what, what do you guys think about that? Good to see THQ coming back. Here's hoping oh, they, they don't make another tablet. <laughs> It's also good that they um, they ensured that all upcoming releases will be uh, released as planned. So I'm especially because I'm looking forward to Metro Exodus. So there's there, it's gonna be on track, which is nice to see. Yeah, last year they got their European branch. Yeah. Oh, well, shit, my bad. I, I'm very happy with THQ. They were like a huge part of my youth back when I used to play wrestling games. So yeah, anything they do, I'm happy with. Generally speaking. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's hoping we make no, no more tablets, because that, that fucking killed THQ last time. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. All right. Um, so, so third one, Microsoft's floor plan. Yeah. From what, okay, from what I heard, I thought that was not the final floor plan, final floor plan but I could be wrong with this. Somebody will correct it in the comments, I believe. Uh, but their floor plan for E3 2018 causes mild dismay within the Xbox community for being downscaled at this year in size. Um, well, hopefully, them spending less money on that, they spend more money on first. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? First party, first party games. Yeah. That's the one. You guys are so good. Yes. I, hopefully, they I'll can say do this. That. Don't they also have something like EA has, where it's like they have, you know, they have space at E3, but they also have their own event separate. Yeah, yeah that, I think that's what yeah. a lot of um, companies are doing recently. They're yeah, focusing on that. their own. Well, like, Blizzard, it's... obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, Blizzard, every time there's a convention, they always have something separate where it's like, yeah, fuck you guys. We're going to make our own thing. <laughs> yeah. Or they could just be, our Xbox can literally just be like, okay, hey, guys, here's um, here's your, I mean, here's a exclusive gameplay reveal of Sea of Thieves. Well, I mean, no, no, Sea of Thieves would already be out by then. Or will it? They don't. You, yeah. You remember Crackdown 3 got delayed? Well, like, let me take a look here. Or like, like, is Crackdown 3 even coming out? Because I heard that got delayed to, to this no, year. Nobody needs that game in their life, so hopefully. Yeah, um, March 20th for Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2 is coming out sometime around then, and then Crackdown has a date of 2018 also. Uh, what's um, State of Decay 2? State of Decay, I think, is like April. Like they're rumored for April, but I don't know if it's it's quarter one. So. I remember Crackdown okay. Three was supposed to come out like a, a, a month after Persona Five, and I was like, when that stuff got delayed, yeah. Xbox got really pissed. I I'll say this: I think Microsoft should focus more on the the, the separate event. Because mm -hmm. admittedly, E3 has been having a lot of issues over like past four years. Uh, oh. There's a oh, the maps are entire the maps circulating are entirely accurate. We're excited about E3 2018 and be a big way at LA Convention Center and beyond. More details to come. That's from Aaron Greenberg. Okay, so if, if this is the final map and they're just saying that to like kind of drum up, I think I think it's smart for them to focus more on their own thing. Same thing with EA. So they, they get people in there and they get people more focused on their games. They don't have to worry about people going to like a different booth like a minute later. It makes sense. Um, I, I I'll say this: they should focus more on the first party right now, and we're, we're going to get to that in a little bit because there's a question coming up soon about it. But I think it, it's smart. More companies are starting to do it. it. It's at least it's not as bad as when Ouya did it. 
You remember yeah. when we all decided to camp yeah. outside of a parking lot? Yeah, and then, and then, and then there, I think um, E3 was like, yeah, fuck you, get out. Yeah, fucking everybody, uh, like Mention Center, was like, hey, you have to go. Fuck off. So this, is, this isn't that, but I, I think it's, you know, if it's just one booth, one section at the big conference, and then they have their own thing, I, I, I think it's not bad for them. Makes sense. My thing with... Uh, when it also comes to Xbox, I think the most biggest train wreck I've ever seen was PUBG. Was 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 um fucking PUBG? PUBG launch. Yeah, like PUBG. Like I played it at a um, actually played it at a Microsoft store. Like yeah. it was supposed to be like the build for PUBG, and it was on Xbox One X, right? Yeah. I played for three minutes, and the game crashed. Hang on, hang on. That's, that's the PUBG experience on PC. I just wanted to say, yeah, that's normal. Oh, yeah, wait, what hey the fuck? You, if you play a drinking game with PUBG where you take a shot every time the game crashes, your kidneys will be fucked in an hour. PUBG, did you mean garbage? <laughs> it's fun, it's just, God, they need to stabilize that. Did you mean garbage? <laughs> I will say playing Halo 5 in 60 frames per second was fun, but then again, Halo 5 not the best Halo, so... I, it, well, it's, better than four, it's better than 4 in Reach. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's I, not, I like Reach. I, I, I'm not a fan. I, I, mm. I, but the thing I'll say about Reach is, man, it makes Destiny 1 look good in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> that is not hard to do at all. <laughs> I, I like the story in Reach, like the characters. It's definitely yeah. like multiplayer. It's not the best for me. Well, three is what I grew up on. You see, here's your problem yeah. though. Reach at least had effort put into it. I'd say ODST had ODST is what Reach wanted to be, but better. ODST yeah. was a goddamn DLC disc. It was still <laughs> good. I remember when ODST was coming out. I saw commercials for it, and I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't Halo Three already come out? Is this like an expanded version? Should I just uh, buy this? One, one thing I'll say is I'm really hoping this uh, we're getting off topic again and I'm sorry we'll get back on in a second I'm really hoping this Master Chief Collection patch they're working on now makes everything good because I really want to play through ODST again without they the issues of hell haven't stabilized that goddamn thing they abandoned it and they're coming back to it and they're doing they're going to do public beta tests for patches soon oh my god which is what they needed to do before then oh. fucking hell uh, Alright, th to the next topic here. Um, Burnout Paradise Remastered has been officially announced for the PS4 and Xbox One. It'll be releasing on March 16th, 2018, and EA claims that this version will not have microtransactions. I don't believe him. We promise. I don't believe you. Don't trust him. No. <laughs> I, I feel like I'd believe them only if I absolutely 100% knew. Like, I saw the game, I owned it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, there's nothing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have to actually have the game in my hand, look through every single bit of the game, and be like, yep, okay. No, my Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting them to do something really sneaky that they just don't call it microtransactions, but it's going to be something. Yeah. Paradise is the open world one, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. the not so good one. Which, which, which I'll, I'll say this I like Paradise. But if this would have been Burnout 3 Takedown Remastered, yes. I would have bought fucking yes. 40 copies. I would have actually gone fucking nuts. So much Full music that I got from know. that game as well. Yeah, like if they skip out even one fucking song, no buy. 
but yeah. hey they did that for jet set radio and people still and actually oh. technically no people kind of didn't buy it yeah it was it was so good but yeah See, losing with jet set radio songs. though the game is centered around the music though if you kind of skip on that then well, it's kind of point i think they couldn't get that right for like one song or whatever yeah oh it's well, just it, one it, song it's some, in some weird way though i think the burnout games are also styled around their music too I, I, think, I think they have the same thing as uh, Tony Hawk, because like the Tony Hawk games are obviously about skateboarding, but the music emphasizes what the skateboarding is. And I right. think yeah. does that as well. Yeah. It was weird hearing Damon Marley and fucking uh, Tony in the Tony Hawk Project Day. I was like, wait, what the fuck? I listened to this song. Like my dad puts on this song. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I had that same feeling when I was. I think it was a uh, NFL Street and uh, Last Train Home came on by Lost Profits. I was like this. No, this doesn't belong here, but I still played in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know, the Burnout series is such, like, so, they're so good. But EA remastering this feels almost like they're trying to recreate magic. That they, one, all the talent from Criterion is gone. Yeah. Right, Criterion, the last thing we've done recently was the space combat in, um, uh, Battlefront 2, which is admittedly one of the best things about that game, but it, you know, it, it's wasted effort. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the people have left, they've gone to do their own thing, they've gone to. It, it's sad. It's such a shame. I don't know if this is a good idea for them. I think the game that they should have done, I think, for as far as Bruno is concerned, Point of Impact is probably known as the best overall racer and crash racer game yeah. but i think takeout three might would have been my personal favorite but point of impact probably would have been better than the first one because there wasn't really much in the first one point of impact pretty much had everything and then went from there i, I feel like Bur- burnout three would be the best to remaster I, see i'm 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 gonna be honest here i'm sick of pointless remasters for games yeah Burnout Three is is one that could do with one a new like a new style like new art that makes sense. Mm. Uh, could do with new online again, and it could do with just like you know just a standard refresh without necessarily being what I consider a pointless remake. I I, I think it would be pointless fun. remakes. How do you feel about the HD collection of Devil May Cry being remade? Again? I. I f- I feel like they should give people discounts uh, I mean, for the digital version. Oh, um, speaking of that, y'all know that if you, I think it's like if you connect your Twitch, to if your you're Amazon Twitch, Prime, you'll get yeah, a, a Twitch DVD Prime. You can get it now. Yeah, it's now or soon, I believe. Um, like a two days, like two days from now, I think. Yeah. So if you have a PC yeah. that can run it, which yeah, you're open. Uh, yeah, DMC One's never been on PC, so if you have Twitch Prime, go connect that and do that really fast. It's worth it. I, I, I'm fine with that to a point, but I feel like if you bought it digitally on like Xbox One or uh, Xbox 360 or PS3, you should get at least like a half off discount for most of these. Yeah, that's the thing that pisses me off the most. Like, I I, I bought Shadow of the Colossus and Ico on PS3. I fucking Shadow of the Colossus on PS4 should at least be half off, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
there were there were some games they did that with. I know um, if you bought COD Ghosts digitally on PS3 or 360, you got the next gen version for free, stuff like that. Which I, I'm rambling again, but I wish more more companies would do stuff like that. But available um, remasters at a good price. Yeah. I'm also kind of hoping next gen both PS uh, PS5 and Xbox One Plus One. Uh, we'll have full backwards compatibility, so I don't have to worry about this anymore. Yeah. That's one of the most annoying thing for SGN. I, I somehow have the feeling that will never happen again. Backwards compatibility. I'd, I'd, I'd say I'm pretty sure Microsoft's planning it, considering what they've done with this gen. But, yeah, it's, I remember somebody saying that PlayStation Now was a good excuse for not having backwards compatibility on the PS4. Please, that shit's <laughs> like fucking... That, like, that, that that shit was taken from... I'm pretty sure that technology... That technology was taken from fucking OnLive. That's some yeah. bullshit. And it, it yeah. still runs like OnLive does. Yeah. <laughs> And then we have a, a, a. Are you ready to get a little bit of the next subject? We're going to talk about um, EA possibly losing losing the license to all Star Wars and uh, UFC games. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I, fuck EA. <laughs> yeah. Fuck I, EA. I was I was hoping with the Star. Actually, let's wait until they release the one from uh, guys make Titanfall first, and then strip them. All right. Fair enough. Because I, you know. I was expecting Knights of the Old Republic level games. I was expecting something like that. What the fuck happened? <laughs> like, I, I thought Battlefront 1 was going to be a fluke. <laughs> and then, no, it got worse. Uh, it just hurt. Like, whilst I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, so I don't really care much for the games Bar Force Unleashed and um, a couple of the older ones. Yeah. This does not bother me at all that they're losing stuff for Star Wars. I want and that they were they were gonna do the what Star Wars thirteen thirteen, uh that, I, yeah thirteen no thirteen thirteen was Lucas Arts I believe still who's that Lucas Arts they're doing that yeah well hopefully and then that was shit can someone else can get it and then make that game because that game actually looked like a nice shooter in the Star Wars franchise that could have been good and maybe possibly be canon. Now here's the monkey Paul kind of thing. They 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 lose the rights to it, but either okay, I'll give you a choice here. Would you rather have Ubisoft making fucking um, Star Wars games or Activision? All right, let's see. If Ubisoft makes them, then you will have to climb like seventeen towers to discover stuff. Um, yeah. No, oh. I got it. Atlas 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 makes a Star Wars video game. Literally, just have fucking you have like. So in a high school. Yeah, it's in high school. Every high school. I was like, every high school in Star Wars. It would start as a high school slice of life simulator, and then it would eventually go up with like seven teenagers fighting against some sort of space god monster from the seventh depths of oblivion or something. <laughs> yeah, you know. Right. Naughty dog. They'd be good. Uh sort of. Uh, Naughty Dog's been uh, Naughty Dog's been bad ever since Uncharted One. What you guys talking about? I I liked Whoa. Uncharted Two, but I, I'm gonna go with him. Yeah, everything else I've not been a fan of personally. I I see I, Rin typing into the what? Yeah. No, from all the way from except for Naughty Dog's very first game, which I can't even remember the name of, which was terrible. 
Crash Bandicoot's been amazing. I loved Uncharted 2 I... and 3. <laughs> Here, here's here's and... my biggest problem with Naughty Dog. I, I'm going to say this as nice as possible. <laughs> I don't really think the Uncharted games are that good, except for 2. 2 is fucking great. Okay. But, like, 4, four is the best out of the other 3, just out of sheer quality of the look and everything. The rest yeah. of them kind of... And the grappling hook. They have a grappling hook, but most most of the story of them bore me to tears. And the last bus was good, but I I remember the road, the, the book and the movie. So, yeah, mm. eh, do I not know. mock a good movie like that. Damn it! You I, will I, love I, the movie. You will I, embrace I, the movie. The Last I, of Us is a good movie. It is a good movie. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually intrigued by the film adaptation. Like, uh, oh, that that seems like that could be cool. That. Yeah. Mm. Which it seems pointless, but I mean, considering the game is basically a movie. we literally just yeah. saw the movie. You like can, you with... can watch all the cutscenes in a film order on YouTube. You know, with with Last of Us, I am kind of happy. Like originally, it was going to be Jack Four, but then they're like, you know, are we doing this just because? Did, did uh, you see the art they made for that? It looked cool, but like I, sent, I, sent I do agree there, yeah. with them like going ahead with Last of Us because they wanted to tell a different story rather than just shoehorning Jack in it. Which you know what you know what like if they want to be if they want to do that, it's like you know I don't I like I don't like it. I don't have to like it, but they went off with it and they created their own successful franchise. Which I'm like you know what y'all did that, which I'm okay with. So yeah. I see. I don't know the, the art for Jack Four, but the ones that I've seen, which uh, I'm gonna link in our Discord chat. I I, I can't say that I like the look of it. It's no. uncanny valley is all hell. But I am yeah. glad they didn't go through with this. And the, the thing I'll give Last of Us is it was what the PS3 really, really needed at that time. Yeah. The, the PS3. I, okay. The PS3 had a lot of games that were like. This is good, but there was something about it that, like, outside of the Uncharted games, all of them have this kind of, like, plastic look, I think. Yeah. Uh, Killzone 2 wasn't bad. Killzone 3... Yeah, I, the single player wasn't really good, but the multiplayer was fucking great. They didn't then, go with the... Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was say Resistance games were good, too, actually. They didn't go like Sega didn't localize the Yakuza games at the time, so basically we were everyone else was fucked out of that, fucked out of yeah. luck with that. And then, and then from, from what I heard, wasn't it Sony that like kind of took over and said, "Hey, we'll fund this if you want." They, to, they like, did it for five, for but for everything else, it's for everything else like with Zero, Kiwami, and uh, yeah. Six. That's been a joint effort between Sega and Atlas. But what what about does, does nobody talk about Dead Souls anymore? <laughs> that was Sega. That was the last game they did before five. Okay, because I I didn't hate that one actually. I kind of liked it. It was weird, but I kind of liked it. Um, everybody want to get into the next topic now? Sure. Okay, so uh, I'll be honest here. I'm gonna admit I'm a subscriber to this uh, Xbox Game Pass. Will feature day one exclusives on the service for nine ninety nine. So the way the way Game Pass works. Uh, what's up? What exclusives? It's Xbox. Well, it's also <laughs> like Windows 10 store supported, so yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I think well, one, the way Game Pass works is they're not going to be on there forever. So this makes sense for Microsoft to kind of like, hey, 
you know, get people in, get people kind of enticed with the game, and then you know, like once it's starting to go off, people end up buying it if they like it, not buying it if they don't want to. It, it kind of makes sense as a, hey, we want people to eventually play more of these games over time kind of thing. I don't uh, think it's the worst idea they could have had. These kinds of things are they're optional if you do want these day one exclusives cool it's something that's there for people to buy if they want if that company's going to make more money and ideally they put that towards more games whether it be third or first party cool but i i can't hate it because i have the option not to do it yeah i mean the good thing about game pass is it is like 100 percent optional it's just like a service that's required to play these games which i think is smart all right. Yeah, that sounds absolutely fine to me. It, it it's it, in a weird way. I do see a lot of companies going towards the Game Pass kind of model because it, it makes sense to one. You know, having a hundred games that hey, if you don't like something, it might not be there next month, and if you like something, hey, you get a discount for it if you want to buy it later. That's I think smart. And plus, I mean, shit, it's gotten me to play Gears Four more. So hey. How is that game? Because I refuse to play it. I I like it. Uh, Ren also plays it every once in a while. I think um, it, it's good. It's way better than Judgment. <laughs> well, that's not hard. <laughs> not hard. Yeah. Um, it's how do I word this? It's similar to Halo Five for Halo, where it's like you have Halo Four, okay. which is like the bad one, but then you have Halo Five, which has a lot of great ideas. It's just there's some execution there that like it could have been a little bit better in some aspects, but I have fun with it. Fair enough, I hear that. I'm I might look at it on YouTube, maybe. Yeah, I look into the gameplay. The story is kind of a weakest part in my mind, but it's only because it just I, I the gear story is always a little weird. I love it. But it's also like not really yeah. great. Um, but you know, I, I, th- I think Game Pass doing this is smart for Microsoft because you know, not everybody's not everybody's buying a lot of games as you know. I don't remember this. Like not everybody's buying certain games at launch anymore. So some games flourish later on down the line. So it's better to, you know, get people in at the beginning with this kind of thing, and then if they like it, they can keep playing it. I'm explaining that right, right? Yeah, I get okay. you. Um, all right, everybody, uh, everybody, ready to go on to the next one here? Sure. All right, we're gonna talk about recent releases. So there was uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, well, Fighter Z. Depending on how some people want to say, because I've heard it both ways. Fighters be Fighter Z. Um, Shadow of Colossus remake, Kingdom Come Deliverance, Monster Hunter World, Metal Gear Survive. These all been released in the very like span of about a month and a half uh have, have you guys played any of these titles and if so what do you guys think of it uh i've i've played kingdom come deliverance i fucking love it monster hunter world's amazing metal gear survive i mentioned earlier but i think it's pretty good it's maybe needs a drop in price i've had fun with all of them i i haven't well kingdom come deliverance has some bugs on xbox that need to be fixed but other than that pretty good what, what do you yeah, guys think? that's what I heard. I, I really want to play it because I'm I'm really a big fan of these like medieval kind of games, especially yeah. if they're very accurate. And I'm still looking um, like to bridge the gap till uh, Mountain Blade Bannerlord is released. So Kingdom Come Deliverance sounds like a perfect fit for that. It, also, I love really the um, 
the outrage around it, I love it. Oh, I just yeah. love, it's like a dumpster fire, and I love to watch it. Well, okay, okay, okay. Can I just, yeah. yeah, can we bring that up for a second? What the hell is people's deal with Kingdom Come Deliverance? Like, it's <laughs> well, like a okay. medieval game. What is the big deal? So, so one, um, this originally started back when the Kickstarter was announced, but because it focused more on historical, historical accuracy, which Bohemia around that time didn't have a lot of people who weren't white. A very small amount, in fact. Um, yes. So there were people getting upset about that. There was a they were upset that um, the the lead Daniel Vavra, which I hope I pronounced his name right, but I probably fucked that up. <laughs> uh, he he supported Gamergate when it was like going on. Mm-hmm. There was also some people that were like the, the usual people who were still upset about that, um, and, and just the fact that they didn't really budge on any of that also didn't help any matter. So that's why you see. Uh, Fucking Resetera, uh, um, like Resetera was so pissed about it, and they even they even ban people who bring up like you know the fact the game is good. Yeah, it's like things like that. Like I've honestly have not, I haven't given a shit about for like a year, like two years. Because when Gamer yeah. Game was going on, I was kind of I was young and impressionable, and I was like, yeah, fuck those other guys. But I'm like, you know. There's going to be people in the industry that will agree, disagree with you, and yeah. all that kind of shit. And I'm just like, you know, at the end of the day, if uh, I just decided for myself, at the end of the day, I don't care who the developer is. If it's a good game, it's a good game. If it's a bad game, bad game. Both should be, each one of these games should be treated equal. All games should be treated equally. So, yeah. Well, there are some there are some people in the industry. We're getting into this topic really fast. Uh, there are some people in the industry who really wish that like that was still around and they were sort of as popular as they were back then. I'm not going to name any names about certain people, but uh, a, a couple of devs wish they were as popular as they were back then, and a couple of people that uh, were journalists really wish they were popular as they were back then. Hmm. Um, it, it's always cute to see. You know, one of them is trying to run for uh, political office. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, good yeah, luck. <laughs> I I think you know, Kingdom Come Deliverance stands out on its own as a game, and you know, outside of any political beliefs of anything, I always try to separate you know art from the artists. But it, it holds up as a good game and a really great experience. Right, right. These, um, I have actually two games. I, uh, no, um, I want to talk about Survive, but then again, I only played the beta, so I have yeah. nothing about the full game. But the other two games I, I got were uh, Dragon Ball Fighters and Monster Hunter World. Um, I want to talk about Fighters for a quick, uh, for a bit. Is that all right? I can dig it. Yeah. All right. So when it comes to Fighters, I remember I was really, I was really excited for it. But I decided to get Monster Hunter World first thing, and then eventually I got Fighters Fighters for free. And when I played Fighters, like the for the I've been playing Fighters for the past few days, and I'm gonna uh, the the not only are, for me the servers are fucking garbage, but also oh, yeah. like this I'm gonna be real with you guys. The story mode is also fucking garbage. Story's weak, and not only weak, but it's just kind of like it's fucking terrible. Like writing wise, yeah, 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 uh, you can make that argument, but it's kind of charming. But like everything else about the story mode is fucking stupid. Like for oh, it's example, lazy. it's it's really freaking lazy. 
It's like, oh hey, fight the if like you gotta fight these loot, fight these fucking clones. Like you have to get in like fucking a hundred battles each for every fucking story arc, and you have to and you fight the clones and shit, and like you level up, but your levels barely mean it, barely mean any, like barely even mean anything because you can just mash your way to victory, which is just. So fucking stupid, and like you have to do all like all three arcs just to unlock one character, which I did, and I feel it kind of wasn't worth it. But in regards to the writing, I like I hate how like Android Twenty One was 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 shown in like each of the arcs because the first two arcs have her as a full on villain, right? Yeah. And then, like, her own arc has her, like, oh, actually, uh, I just got separated from my, um, my, my good side and my bad side. And I'm like, wait, how, like, how, how the fuck does all this even connect? It's just like, I'm pretty sure it's like, which one's the canon arc and shit? And I'm just like, guys, what the fuck are we doing here? You can tell it was Toriyama who did not write this story. Yeah, I think when it comes to the story for Dragon Ball, because like I've gone like past the second fight in the f- first arc, because mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I I love the story from what I've read and seen and everything, for the fact that it's Easter eggy as hell for yeah. people who know the anime and manga. But I completely I'm with you on everything else that I've played so far and what I've read and so on. It's absolute trash beyond the, once you get by the Easter eggs, it's trash. But the well, gameplay for that game, I, I just love it. What, like, this is another thing, once you get past, like, you, in this game, you can do uh, Magic Button series, basically, mm-hmm. or just one combos, which is, like, for the, the people who are just jumping in, I want to play a fighting game and just look really good. You I, keep tapping X, you do an auto combo. You keep tapping Y, you do an auto combo. B, I play an Xbox One, so corresponding it, buttons for PS4. So circles. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, square, I, triangle, circle. Like I with when it comes to like the auto combos and shit like that, I really don't agree with it because I felt like it kind of dumbed the game down like a lot. Because like I get it, like you know if auto combos are there, I feel like if, like if you're gonna do a fighting game with auto combos, you should have only one one auto combo. If you do like more like I feel like anything more than one just kind of dilutes the game into like 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 just. You know, everyone mashes like fuck, like fucking Gohan can just mash to win. Adult yeah. Gohan. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. when it comes to like um most of the like all the motions in the game is just a fireball motion, and I'm like, you know, hmm. we couldn't have we couldn't have dragon we couldn't have dragon motion or like half circles or anything. It's just kind of like yeah. I get why they did it, but I felt like they could have made it a bit more complex. Like you know, remove auto combos. And put a bit more comp, like a tiny bit more complex motions, like you know, sure you can motion or whatever. I, I don't know. When it comes to auto, com- like you've got Marvel, who has the one auto combo for just continuously tapping the like light attack button. Yeah, but you and- can turn that off. I would have liked the option to be able to turn off the auto combos in Dragon Ball, because it ca- it's useful when you know how to use it. And not like basically scrub play, which there's nothing wrong with the scrub play. I mean, like, hey, you got to start somewhere. But just the option to remove it would have been made me like happy. Okay, you've got these in here for people who are jumping in. Cool. 
or even at high level play, you can still use it and like use it at a high level for the mm-hmm. game. But that one little option to remove it would have just been like, cool, that's it's a nice thing to have in the game, but don't make it the be all and all of the game because exactly you said you can just mash buttons and you can win. Yeah, that's just been my. I, that's like I like the, I do like the game. Like the game itself can get really fun when I oh, like most like like I like um since my since the servers are garbage and my dorm is garbage, I've been hmm. playing offline. But I've been playing on like high level CPUs and I can get into some really like like max level CPUs and I real uh, uh, it can get all pretty hectic and a lot of fun. I feel, but yeah, that's how. Uh, that's how I played fighting games in the past, and like now yeah. that m- my fucking dorm is garbage and my servers are garbage and the servers are garbage, I'm just like that's how I'm playing it now. So uh... I hear that. All right, everybody, good for uh, jumping to the next topic. I mean, I I could talk about world, but I don't know if anyone else played it that can help me out with that. So yeah, I haven't played it, but I want to. It's a good game. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to jump into talking about God of War 2018. Wait. Oh, yeah. I keep thinking it's 2017. Fuck. Oh, boy. God of War. Yeah. God God of Jesus. This is making Ascension look good. War. Yeah. Um, So it's removing a lot of classic God of War, uh, you know, essentially mechanics, including no jump button, which is fucking absurd. How do you have an action RPG without a jump button? I get annoyed in basic games when you're just running around and you can't jump. Wait, cinematic bullshit. Wait it's a cinematic minute. bullshit. Wait yeah, a minute. This... Yeah, I just on. thought of something. We have in an era where we have a God of War game where Kratos has no jump button, yet we just last year got a Zelda game where Link has a jump button. What yeah. era are we living in? Well, this is this is the DMC Devil May Cry, except somehow I think even worse. Yeah, the God of War series. Like with you know, like, oh, you're going too far, then man. I don't know. I feel like he's going far enough. Game. Yeah, this is this is Road to Hell, like uh, Ride to like this is Road to Hell Retribution, the fucking oh, biker game. The- dude, you are <laughs> yes. compare, dude. Okay, I I, I will I will compare these games really fast because this is. Well, okay. ride the hell. That's an unfinished load of garbage. That's a completely separate the, game. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> the, there are no sex mini games at all, which is like a fucking staple for even the worst game of the series before this. Ascension had a sex mini game. Um, there's less gore. There's a lot more off-screen decapitations and shit like that. Kratos can't swim, which is fucking dumb. Okay, that is kind of Assassin's Creed, the first one. Uh, okay, is that what we're doing? <laughs> Listen, yeah. It's, it's just this work, imagination. Right? It's this guy <laughs> who kills gods for a living, but water defeats him. Alright, sure. Oh, no. <laughs> water. Are According they to, to Corey Barlog, you couldn't swim. Apparently, <laughs> Corey, Corey Barlog says that players will spend 30, or 25 to 30% of their time on a boat. What the fuck <laughs> is this, Berserk? <laughs> Unless it's like Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, you just don't need it. Like, <laughs> yo, after, honestly, God, after David Jaffe, this series has went to shit. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. Like, when it came to God of War, it, like, it was basically Devil May Cry, but less complex and had fu- and basically you can just go to fucking down. 
Yeah. With the newer God of War games, I feel like people are like people are really overhyping it because it's like you know Kratos is a dad now. The stories for like people like this is how we care. We would we just like this this is this is gonna be a story where I actually care, and I'm like you know God like Kratos is like he destroys the fucking world in God of War three, like kills literally everyone, and yet they're portraying him as this like you know dad like like father figure and i'm like yo you know kratos he's not a good guy at all like he isn't just a guy who just um i killed some people in a war no he fucking killed everyone oh he's an asshole (laughs) i i have a theory about this right i think sony is trying to strike gold again with, with the father blank relationship that worked really really well with um you know last of us I think this is so corporately mandated that you could, if you cut this in half, you can see the rings of all the developers that are working on it and all the mm. studio hands that are just like holding everything together. Well, then just push Yakuza 6. That's <laughs> what they should do. That's a better story about a, about a, fa- about a father taking care of a child. Well, this is okay. Every company does this every once in a while. It's where they, like the studio heads force something in, and I, I feel like this is the most, like, this is the most obvious attempt at trying to force like a relatable story in a game I've seen in years. Especially for the type of game that I've, I think I've only ever played the first one back when I borrowed my friend's uh, PS3. I was like, yeah, this is a good game. And then I played um, Dante's Inferno, and I was like, I much prefer Dante's Inferno over God of War. I, I'd like, say God of War 1 has a lot of issues. God of War 2 is where they really, like, refined everything, okay. I think. Well, of course, first game's gonna have issues. It's the first yeah. game. Well, I mean, yeah, there's some games where the first game, like, knocks it out of the park. But, yeah. I, I don't know. This is... This is... This is wearing somebody's skin and pretending you're something. But in I video game form. If, um, what are the age, um... What are the age restrictions for all the God of War games? Is it like um, 18 plus all the time? They, they should be. Yeah. Well, because I, I wonder content. if they try to bump down the age rating to get like to a 16 or something. I hate it when developers try to do that. Uh, yeah, I hate why? it too. But I just wonder if it if that is the the goal here. This is still rating, with the sex still rating pending. So I think when a game's already got an age rating like God of War has, there's no point in trying to lower it from an 18 to a 16. Yeah, it's weird. That yeah. late in the series, it's very weird. But that's what it looks like to me. What was it? Batman Arkham series went from whatever it was to being a teen-rated, M-rated game. It went up in the age rating. Oh, yeah, it did. Which is also weird, but okay. <laughs> I think yeah, uh, but Arkham Knight okay was rated with him, right? Sorry? Arkham Knight was rated M, right? Yeah, it was yeah. Arkham Knight. Like, all the previous ones were, like, just whatever age rating they were, and then it became an M rating. It's like, okay, you want to tell a story that suits the M rating. It's not, like, trying to force something. Whereas if you've already got the 18, especially for the God of War game, and then it gets dropped down, why are you dropping it down? Like, you can tell any story you want with any amount of gore or whatever that you want. What's the reason behind dropping it down other than trying to appeal to more people? which you don't need to, considering most gamers, at least on consoles and PC, are what? From the ages of 18 up until, what, 45? Most I, I'd, say about, I'd say about 15 to 45, roughly. Yeah. Like, also, when it comes to, like, games going up in age ratings, 
it feels like that uh like the, it's basically like it's like the devs are growing up along with the players so like it yeah. can relate more to it like 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 your your example with the Arkham games, most people who started with Arkham Asylum were like ten or fucking twelve or whatever, and now when they get to Arkham Knight, which was like five to seven years later, they're in that respective age where they would be understand mm. be able to understand that sign of stuff. Same thing with like Naughty Dog's games, you know how they went from Crash Bandicoot to Jack Two to like yeah. Uncharted and then to Last of Us, that kind of yeah. thing. I, you know, my biggest, my biggest problem with, you know, all right, so I'm, I'm fine with when a series or a company, like, increases, like, in their kind of game making, that you even make older, more mature games when they, you know, grow as a company. I'm fine with that. But, mm. you know, I, it, it feels like regressing with this game. You know, it's, it, like, you know, Kratos not being able to swim, it's no sex mini games, gore is basically, a fucking like pile of blood, essentially. We're getting the Australian version of the game, basically. It, yeah, we're, we're getting. You're fucking right. We're getting the Australian version. Uh, oh God! I wouldn't be surprised if they pull a fucking um, South Park stick a troop and put a koala there. I was about to we're, say, it's like, what's next? A koala eating a leaf in freaking yeah. response or something? And, and like, crying. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. How do you feel uh, about the Nordic mythology being used? I. I'd be fine with that if this was still the same, like, if you had told me 3 was going to do Nordic mythology and this is like after 1 and 2, I'd have been like, fuck yes, this is this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, after 3 and the PSP games and Ascension and seeing what this game is, I'm, mm-hmm. I would honestly rather a full-on reboot of the series at this fucking point. Fair enough. True, true. This, this is... This ain't God of War. This is God yeah. of War. This is God <laughs> of War. They they should have just made a new fucking series instead of just slapping God of War on this. Yep. They don't even have the same fucking idea. voice actor as Kratos usually has. It's um uh who who's the who's It's the a black guy with like steroid muscles. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm not gonna say anything shit about him because he looks like he can beat me up. <laughs> yeah, uh, find this podcast and then find you. Dude, okay, Christopher Judge, this guy on his fucking uh, Wikipedia profile page has a photo of him with a fucking Bazinga shirt. I could beat his ass. <laughs> fucking big thing here. Hey, I have a Bazinga shirt, and they're cool. I'm a fan. I'm a friend of yours, so I'm not going to say too much fast <laughs> um, But the one thing I, I like Big Bang was good, though. It was a present. Yeah, fair enough. But the thing is, like, the only thing I remember the guy who voiced Kratos from before was, um, he was in Final Destination 2. That's the only thing I remember him from otherwise, but I liked him. You know, even even in, you know, Ghost and Chains, like, and Ascension, he was the best part of the games. I, I don't know, just, uh, yeah, T.C. Carson, thank you. Um, yeah, just, I don't know, this, this is, in retrospect, making God of War Ascension look good. Remember they added multiplayer to God of War? Jeez. I never played Ascension, so I don't know. Oh, hey, you, you, you dodged a bullet. <laughs> um, uh, I guess I'm going to say one last word on this topic. Um, can't wait to see it sell less than Labo. Dad of War! <laughs> Which, actually, now I realize I skipped that question on accident. Yes. Uh, so we're bringing it up here. 
the segue in the Nintendo Labo, which is a set of enthusiast quality cardboard accessories from Nintendo, is launching on April 20th, the same day, ironically, as God of War. Uh, how do you feel about Nintendo selling cardboard for seventy or eighty dollars? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interject here. The quality of the cardboard is actually not bad. If, if you if you've dealt with like dealt with craft work at all, it's not bad yeah. quality. Um, I think the prices should be a little lower. But I, I think Nintendo's at least trying to do something different. So I'm kind of intrigued. But who knows where the hell this is going to go to? So it comes with a game, doesn't it? Like the yeah, first, but yeah, both. Oh, um, okay. So that's yeah. what I wanted to ask. Is it just a cardboard? Because no, that no, is com- yeah, no. It comes with a game like that. Okay. makes use yeah. of There's, the cardboard that comes with it. All so right. The, the the big one, the robot kit. Um, that one includes a a fight like a boxing fighting game with a robot. Uh, and then I think it's like the other one's like a home kit. Let me look here. Uh, that one comes with like a whole bunch of like you you build the cardboard and the cardboard's like for one game and then you like switch to another game. Um, yeah, sorry, I have a variety kit which is the seventy dollar one. It's like there's a fishing game, there's a piano game. You can do like little RC car things with Joy Cons. Uh, the robot kit has like a giant robot that's thing, like a, a a twofold game. Yeah. So yeah. you've got like gaming wise, I hate it because I hate having to buy peripherals for the most part. Yeah. But I think if you're a younger kid, which I think this may be aimed at. Uh, it's yeah, it's, very, it's very, very clearly aimed towards, uh, like, kids. Yeah. yeah, Kids, young family members, or, you know, just, like, parents who want to share something with their kids like this. Yeah, I was about to also yeah. say, like, kids and, like, hey, parents who might join in with their kids, should their kids say so? Like, yeah, I they mean... want them to? I, I think, like, you know, a little Joy-Con piano, stuff like that. That's neat. Mm, mm. Uh, I, a lot I of like stuff is... Of yeah, this is, like, a good family-friendly thing. And yeah. I, I, you know, honestly, at the price, knowing that it's mostly the game cost, and then just, like, yeah. the, you know, cardboard is, like, 10 bucks for the uh, variety kit and about 20 for the <laughs> robot one. That makes sense. Yeah, I was wondering, you know, how long will it um, be... Uh, until these blueprints of these cardboard things la- uh, land somewhere online and people yeah. just basically going to buy the the games themselves yeah, and then yeah. just, yeah, do it themselves, you know, the cardboard thing, or maybe even construct something themselves, you know, something better, and then share that online. That could yeah. be interesting, actually. I but, mean, like, you know, I, I think that's... It, it's neat to see, and also, this provides them an out for building different... Okay. Uh, the best comparison I made is that robot kit. That I could see for being something like, um, you know, Steel Battalion, like where you're actually the fucking thing. Yeah. I I. I'd like the concept. I don't know if I'm going to buy it unless there's like a price drop. But I, I respect Nintendo for doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is yeah. this is the kind of thing I don't I don't see either you know Sony or Microsoft doing. Well, I, I can see, totally see Nintendo doing that. I can see a lot of younger kids like opening up the box and just being all excited over it. That's pretty much the more important thing at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. the only thing that I see is that uh, the fact that it's aimed at kids, it's a bit too high on for um, the price is a bit too high, I think. But no, I parents will buy it. Well, yeah. that's the thing, though. Yeah, parents that's probably the thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's with like, every kid's toy, though. Parents yeah. buy it while kids are like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like see, like I was surprised, I was shocked. I was actually, you know, I worked, I worked in retail for the summer, 
a lot of kids like a lot of parents would buy the toys for like you know for like they'd be up close to like eight year or second yeah, little bastard whatever. Second little bastard, they'd be like 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 the it'll be like the big sets for like fifty dollars, forty dollars. I and I was thinking like, you know, younger I thought like they were like twenty or thirty, but they was you know, like I was saying, fifty, fifty, forty, sixty, like especially like games. Like I remember there was like one like I only remember one family that said, Hey, both if you guys want this game, you use your you use your fucking allowance, and they did, and yeah. they got like Mario Kart, and I was like, <laughs> that was a good that was a good guess to help, but like you know, yeah, I was were, just imagining yeah. if I was a parent, you know, would I buy that? And then I'm thinking, no, wait, I would spend these ninety dollars on like games on like Steam sale and buy the kid like yeah. five games instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, but it's hard to say. Yeah, I, I also it does impressively use the technology that's already in the Joy Cons. So, um, like, the, the IR camera, which had literally no use other than a sandwich-eating minigame and one-two switch, is used to, like, read things and, like, you know, guess motion and all that. One-two switch is garbage. Well, one-two switch should have definitely been a pack-in game. Yeah. It, it's like Wii Sports. Nobody's gonna buy it other than, like, to play it a few times with friends. I don't even own one-two switch. One. In terms of actual good multiplayer games, I have already covered Mario Kart. Uh well, hang on. um, uh, fast RMX is pretty good, but you know, I I think it does show that Nintendo's willing to actually try something different with the Switch. I was just expecting it to just you know be the game console, but it's nice to see them doing other things that you know it doesn't affect me, but it also like it, it's good to see. It's good to see the shit. Sure. All right. Uh, so now, now to the fi- final of the main topics, because this time I'm not going to skip this one on accident. Oh boy! Um, here we go. U- United no. States President Donald Trump raises issue of video game and movie violence. Suggests a ratings board is needed. We um, have a rating board. I yeah. just wanted to ask that. How is it at the moment? Do you know? We have, have been anything? through this song and dance so many goddamn times in like I, the I past cannot, ten years. No, not even 10 years, 20, yeah. it was more like 20 years actually, because you know, I'll, I'll make the case. It's not 2010, it's fucking 2018. I don't I'll care, this has just been going on for too long, man. I'll it's make just... the case for a standardized rating system because, all right, so there's uh, the, the film ratings board, the uh, the MPAA, and they have the, the standard essentially, which is G, uh, PG, PG 13, R, and X. I believe is all, all the ones. So there's five there. There's five ratings, and then for uh, gaming, 15? which is what's that? There's a fifteen, a sixteen plus, or something like that. Uh, as well? Well, there, ours is a PG thirteen. Well, it's it's PG weird. PG. We cover both those standards. It, it's yeah. Uh, then you have. Or it's, there's more for VSRB. There's there's uh, technically there's like well, let me look here. Hang on, sorry. We got EC E. E ten T M. Well, there's a, there's early childhood, which nobody uses, but it's still a thing. Uh, everyone, only, everyone plus. I've only plus. seen I've only seen one early childhood game, and that was like in a fucking Marshalls, and it was a fucking Dora the Explorers game. Doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Continue. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, there's everyone, there's everyone ten plus. There's teen, which technically is weird because you also have everyone ten plus. Makes no sense. You have mature, which is seventeen plus, and then you have adults only. So there Ad- is adults only is such a useless rating because no game can technically no be on a store shelf with an adults only rating. 
Yes, yeah. they're also well, now with the um, prolif like prof. Ah, I don't remember that. The availability of digital that's starting to become more of a thing, and the most recent game I believe was Hatred. That yeah, it was Hatred. Yeah. yeah. So and then everything, everything else after uh, everything else in AO is just. I think there's like 21 AO rated games, and all that is like sex games or whatever. I, re- yeah. I remember. Uh, <laughs> no, I remember uh, San Andreas that initially got an AO rating, and they they had to tone it down just so that way they could actually sell it on a shelf. Yeah. Okay, so list of AO rated games. Let's see what the most recent one is out of release date. Um, Eden plus Mosaic, which is a, a, a nudie game. And then there was uh, Hatred and then Manhunt 2, the uncut PC version. Um, Playboy the Mansion. Uh, Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy, which uh, they had to edit it. And then there was a remaster, which the remaster version was supposed to be AO, but it was given mature rating. And it restored that cutout thing from what I remember hearing. Yeah. And then and wait, um, wait, wasn't that wasn't that David Cage, by the way? That was David Cage, yes. It was his, oh, his the, only good game. The David Cage. His his only good game, and I will consider that one a game. I'm not gonna say anything about the other ones. Is the art. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, then then San Andreas is the most popular one. And then the, the most popular one before then was Thrill Kill, which was cancelled, but it was still an AO rated game. Maybe that's the reason that why it was canceled. Oh yeah, Lula three D. That's a porn yeah. game. I remember. Uh, uh, Thrill Kill was, Thrill <laughs> Kill was canceled because uh, the game the EA had some objections after buying Virgin Interactive. That's why I almost shit can. God damn it, EA! Yep, okay. <laughs> ruining another game. <laughs> I, I can understand. It's all like sex like, games. It's literally yeah. all sex games. I feel like what Trump was trying to do was probably say he wanted a standardized system. If he's going standardized, I can kind of understand that, where, you know, film and, you know, games, and even you could say television would be under one standard, which yeah. could improve things, but also it'd be a little tricky. Like, you got to remember this. Um, when, when, little, when little Timmy asks his mommy to buy the video game, is the mommy actually paying attention to the ratings board? Well, <laughs> no parent actually looks at the rating, let's be honest. Yeah. I, I'd say with films, they look at the rating more than they do for games. This is coming from somebody who's it's right there. It's like on the, the movie it's, theaters before. It's literally, like, it's funny because, like, they keep complaining about this shit, yet it's right there on the fucking box. Like, yeah. right, it, they have the rating, like, right there. Like, E. In, yeah, in fact. E T M. And then you look on the back, it says, this is why the game is rated this way. It has this, 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 and this. In fact, it's parents complaining why the ESRB even exists in the first place. Yeah. And yet they don't use the one thing that was the result of them doing so. It's like the biggest ironic thing ever. Well, yeah. I mean, people also have this fear. Like, one, little Timmy's not going to be, you know, buying copies of Rape Lay or something. <laughs> she, yeah. Not Whoa. even Japanese people yeah, can yeah, buy uh, that uh, game, uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ, I'm man. Jumping, I'm jumping a little dark, but I, it's to prove my point. A little. Like, you know, Wait, what is that game? Dude. The name's in the title. No, 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 no. go there. Yeah, we're not, we're not going anywhere fast. But, like, you know, little Timmy's not going to be buying that game, you know. Most of the time, parents don't understand. They they think every game is like that, but no, nope. you know, there there are some that like if it's anything above T, they're like, oh no, this he's going to see the first time he's seen sexual images or something. You're not going to get that ninety percent of the games, but I okay, 
I can understand if Trump was trying to say like maybe a standardized rating system where like you know it's it's all just one banner, but I I, I feel like he needs to worry about this less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, I, since I live in Switzerland, I get a lot of news from Germany as well. Yeah. And uh, for a fact, I can tell you every time in Germany when there is a mass shooting or something like that, without without skipping a beat, like one or two days later, one of the politicians, it, it doesn't matter who it is, it's all, always there is one guy at least who is going to try and ban some video game or some movie yeah. altogether. And it without uh, like uh, without exception it always leads to that like new segment on the on the, on tv where they talk about the horrors of counter strike and then show the completely wrong game in the background it's always it's such <laughs> a good thing showing halo one yeah something like that it, it's hilarious now for me that sounds like a typical a let's look let's look for a scapegoat because actually looking at what uh these uh shootings are caused by is actually very hard to look into so let's get an easy scapegoat so that's what it sounds for me so let's beat the already dead horse that has been Um, beaten so hard to death it is just a pile of ash and dust this this isn't beating the dead horse this is beating where the dead horse used to be and you're just kind of hoping that it'll be there when you get married yeah my legit problem that i always have with this argument is how long have video games been around Call it what yeah. fifty years, give or take. When yeah. we started gaming and what were really video games, how long have wars and weapons and everything been around? People since have been killing each other since forever? the beginning of time. So, Indeed. what video game were playing? People playing back in the day. What song were they listening to when they tried to play music? What movies were they watching, and so on? All of this, these things have been around before the media that they're talking about, and the hypocrisy yeah. that people have when it comes to video games, like. Oh, video games are for children, blah 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 blah. Yet they're not respected in it or anything like, or for the most part, they're not respected the same way cinema and books are. But they're good enough to be blamed for a mass shooting. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say this: I, I'd be rem- I'd be remiss to say that, like you know, media doesn't have influences on people. But yeah. those people that you know, like they get influenced by, like fucking. Uh, the guy got influenced by Taxi Driver and wanted to shoot, uh, well, John Hinckley Jr., the guy who wanted to shoot fucking Ronald Reagan to impress uh, Jodie Foster. Yeah. You know, yeah. Those people have problems deep down. Like, it, everything influences everybody. Yeah. That's actually interesting. Because of that question, I was like looking up like in the afternoon today um, some statistics on like gun violence and stuff for different countries. And I didn't find any like correlation between like uh, gaming, like regulation on games, and and the the gun violence rate. I mean, Switzerland has almost the same rates like of gun violence as Australia, and yeah. in Australia they ban like every other video game or something like that, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't get it. In Swiss, in Switzerland, I, I pretty much can get every game I want. The, the yeah, I don't understand. Big problem with trying to ban like. The people who want... Okay, so I'm going to say it's like this. People who want guns are going to get them. The people who want to kill somebody are going to kill somebody. The problem is, it's not games, it's not... In my mind, it's not guns. It's focusing on people. You know, somebody who wants to kill somebody, somebody who wants to do something like that, they will do it no matter if guns are banned, if bombs are banned, if knives are banned. If, if even fucking breathing is banned, they will find a way to kill. <laughs> oh, they're going to ban some um, breathing, definitely. Or, 
Well, you gotta buy an air canister. Yeah, like even when it comes to like games, like oh, if you ban a game, people like if it was released physically, people will see those as collector's items, or yeah. or Hell, um, I mean, or they can buy the games. Find like because there was originally uncut copies of Manhunt Two sold on PS2, and then hmm. they had to pull those really fast. And then, yeah, so yeah, if somebody wants to get something, they will find a way to get it without you know you you can ban guns and all that but it's not going to work in the long term in my eyes i mean fucking the yeah. guy game which was a game that was fucking terrible had underage <laughs> girls in bikinis and yeah. an underage girl in bikinis i found that at a well, fucking the- pot shop i didn't <laughs> get it. it was like it was like 50 cents and i was like I actually, no fuck that funny thing is didn't one of the bitches lie about that about her age in that but, fucking game yeah and, and that's why the game has been pulled like it it was apparently like 16 or 15, I think it was. And um, the bitch lied about her age. Well, looks like there's two wrongs not making rights. Then again, yeah, it's a um, shitty game, so who fucking cares? Three wrongs. Actually... Three wrongs. <laughs> yeah, uh, a woman known as Diana of the Games was found in Set 5, Episode 20. I'm not saying you fucks look that up. Uh, explain that she was not informed of footage to be used to promote the video game. If time of footage was recorded, she was only 17 years old, making her underage. Don't look it up. Uh, yes, this topic's still going around. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so, so eventually, after that lawsuit, the game was pulled. They did release a DVD of a guy game, which did not include her, but included everything else. So, there's a DVD out there, folks. If you want to, yeah. Yeah. If you, you want to torture yourselves. Yes. It, it was shit. Uh, or we're going to switch to, yeah, we're, we're moving on to the next question here. Um, well, how do you guys feel about the premise of re- uh, a retro regression? that occurs when softer hard reboots tend to come out. So stuff like um, removing older elements of gameplay try to go in a different direction. Uh, there are some games where I'm totally fine with that. There are some Doesn't games work where... for the story. Yes, this does work for the game. Uh, Titanfall 2, I love it, but I also hate the fact that I can't like mess with my Titans. I wish uh, that 2 wasn't cancelled. Uh, so... Yeah, let's, let's not even talk about the new Prey. I, I don't have an hour. Uh, what do you guys think about it? There's some games where I like it, some games where I hate it. But, Basically, uh, yeah. Same. It's really, it really depends on the game, and sometimes it also um, depends on what you expect from the game. You know, yeah. but it's hard to say. All right. Uh, next one, guys. All right. Crack so it, to... crack, crack, just crack down to in general for that one. Yeah, just I just hate it. But it was more in um, reference to the next one that's going to come up. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So the next one, if you could name one video game genre that you could live without, which well, you could live without, which would it be? I could live without. Um, I I could go without most sports games. Yeah, sports games are kind of mad. There's like only one or two I like. If I if I'm hammered, I could play Wait, a FIFA what? game. What kind of sports games? Because if we're talking about yeah, I, that's I the question. Sports and games. soccer and stuff like I, I that. Would, I would I consider racing its own separate thing, and I consider okay. stuff like uh, like WWE its own separate thing too. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say because I like like fantasy sports games. Uh, yeah, for example, Blood Bowl. That's technically football, but with orcs. So I like I, it. Yeah, I, I'd, so I'd say okay. it's a simulation where like you have a man. All right, stuff yeah, like then that. it's the the same for me. Sports simulations. I mean, the odd WWE. Game game but nothing else basically i i, yeah. I, could, I could go for a fifa or a madden game if i'm like really hammered 
but everything else it's like eh, yeah yeah, I, I I'm on that train as well. Like I um my rule is that if I can do it in real life, nine times out of ten I'm probably not gonna play the game. Yeah. However, I think last year I bought a Madden game. I think I bought Madden fifteen because it's like fifteen pounds on the Xbox. Yeah. It's like yeah, I may as well get this game I'm because sound, I was like, yeah. you know what? I want a sports game and put myself in there and be badass. And I only ever play quick play every once in a while, and I get super <laughs> hyped when I play. And then I don't play it again for another about a month or so. Yeah. I, I can understand that. If you, die, game, you die for, if you die in the game, you die in real life. Uh, <laughs> uh. And then for the final trivia question here, how do you guys feel about poor beggars? You know, those who count, like, you know, create thousands of petitions just to get games on, like, the PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Uh, just fucking, uh, just tell the companies you want it and just fucking wait. Don't, like, don't reply to them, like, every single goddamn time they post something. Because that shit gets annoying for the PR yeah. people working. They're just, yeah, like... I'm, I'm fine with, I'm fine with the petition thing. Like, if you want to write a petition for something, that's fine. Or you just want to email, or you want to email the dev saying, hey, we this. Or, like, during a screen that say, hey, what do you, like... If a if a developer or like a publisher saying, yeah. "Hey, you know, do we want? Uh, would you like? We're listening. What do you guys want?" And then they'll say, "Hey, we want blank." And then they're like, "You know what? We'll we'll, we'll take that into consideration or whatever." Like they won't say that, but they'll they'll be they are like people don't think that the d- developers and publishers are listening, but they, they are. They really are. Most of the time, they really are. Uh, we really don't, but just just don't ask Hideki Kamiya to port yeah, don't ask. Pour, pour Bayonetta two over to anywhere else. So just yeah. like you, that, that ain't happening. <laughs> also, like, I, 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 I kind of think I, most yeah, I think most video game developers also have uh, some kind of PR person that is aware which markets it would be good to port games to. Yeah, at, at least I would think that they have these kind of people. So you don't need to tell them wh- well, to which console they need to port stuff. But you know, in the end, these petitions they don't hurt anybody. So I don't really care. No, gonna be real. The, fu- uh, the I think the worst are like the fucking people, like not port beggars, but like well, kind of yes, but like the, the I think the worst port beggars that goes on for like years and shit are like the people who asking the port Jet Set Radio Future onto fucking on the fucking current gen consoles it's just like yeah. I, you know, I want like, that i want that but like people say, like i see like people asking for it every to... fucking day and i'm just like you know sega probably wants it too but there's also like <laughs> 50 goddamn songs they got a license and they, they also got to worry about who to dev- who to ask to port the game and if permission to act like and all that shit so well, I, I, I have a feeling that the odds of it going backwards compatible, because there, there is original Xbox One backwards compatibility now, I, the odds of that happening is a lot higher than seeing a remaster. Yeah. And and you, yeah. you see people get, like, really nutty about that one. And I, I love the game. I do. It's fantastic. It's, it is better than Jet Set Radio, which is weird to say, because yeah. it's fucking great, too. But... Like, he takes everything from there and improves it. I wouldn't mind seeing that next-gen, but, I mean, hell, uh, if that gets ported backwards compatible, I I will fucking come in my pants. Can we just take a bit of a second <laughs> to talk about the Switch port beggars, too? Oh. Yeah, they're, they're, they're getting a little bit as bad as the PC beggars from years ago. But I can kind of... 
I can I, understand because it's the closest Nintendo's ever had to a current gen, like a, a modern yeah. console. I mean, I can see where they're trying to come from. Yes, more games on the Switch would, of course, be a great thing, especially for some people that could say only afford a Switch because money is a thing. But here's mm. the problem, people. The Switch, you should know from Nintendo, has very different specs compared to, well, everything else. So some devs kind of have to work around things, especially if they want to optimize it correctly so that it actually runs well, rather than just being some sort of a half-assed 10 frames per second port like a certain, you know, shit shooter out there. But that's beside the point. Hmm. Wait, did Doom shit or, or I'm confused? No, no, I'm talking how PUBG ran at like 10 frames on oh, Xbox yeah. because it's a lot of garbage. <laughs> well, to be fair, getting a that fucking game at like 10 frames in general is impressive. Yeah. But yeah, people, if you want games on Switch, fine. But don't be assholes about it, because if anything, they might just fight you by not making it. (laughs) I'd I'd say play the waiting game. Like, you know, nobody expected Doom on Switch. That Mm, that shot the fuck out of me. Yeah. I was like, wait, what the fuck? How? And admittedly, it is an impressive port, even though it does run at 30 frames. But I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, Nintendo, so they're at a good, like, people that want to port to Nintendo are at a good advantage right now because it is getting a lot of traction. Oh, it's it's freaking popular as hell. Yeah, and it, right now it's smart to just wait it out and see what's getting ported because there's, there's so many fucking indie games that are getting announced every single day. Oh, the, indie, the indie scene on Switch is insane. This is what the Vita wanted to be before Sony brutally fucking murdered it. At least in America. In Japan, it yeah. at least still has some traction, but here in America, it's just like, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's, a pe- it's a mere pebble on the ground. Yeah, which, it's such a shame, but I, I do see the Switch as the, the second coming of the old school, like, what, what I expected from a Vita. And, it's, and hey, the Switch is portable, too, so it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and I, I like the... I, all right. I, I I didn't buy a Wii U because I, I saw the writing on the wall from the launch month. I was like, oh, this isn't going to do well. Uh-huh. But the thing about the Switch I like is I, if I want to just use it as a home console, that's perfectly fucking valid, too. But I can take it on the go with me. I can use a normal controller because I'm admittedly not a fan of the Joy-Cons. I'm, I'm, I'm not either. I got big hands. Yeah, Pro Control. The Pro Controller is actually really nice. And they use oh, the Xbox is. layout, so I'm like, Thank fuck. Uh, but, you know, I, I think Nintendo... It's not as as fast... It's not as fast of a seller as the Wii was, but it's already fucking killed the Wii U in total sales. And not only that, it's also, thankfully, had much better marketing. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Like, yeah. thank God. The name of the Wii U should have been shot. Uh, well, I think whoever was marketing during the Wii U, actually, I think they got laid off and they replaced it with someone else. From what I've heard, yeah, and yeah, Wii U marketing it, was fucking terrible. Yeah, it, and it shows. It really shows. They just skip the stupid bullshit and just get straight. So why you should buy this? Yeah, and and, and and they also did make that great Mario Odyssey commercial. So hey, they at least learned something. Yeah, I, I do think it was smart to put um, you know the brand new Zelda on this console because. It made sense to launch with such a game like that because that that sold me on the console. Oh, that is that that was quite the launch title. Like yes. I, there was nothing else launch wise, but <laughs> I I bought the Switch because I'm like hell, I want to play that Zelda game so bad. I'll fucking pay three hundred dollars just for a console for that. Yeah, and, I thought 
that was mostly the, the focus of the launch. It's like, hey, you want the new Zelda game and you want a new console? Here you go. Yeah. Which, you have to think about it like this. We're almost about to the year mark. And it's, oh, yeah, still, and it's still Prince Money. Yeah. Fucking Super Mario Odyssey sold 9 million. The best exclusive sales-wise of any of the consoles. It, it, was, it was fucking impressive. And Very impressive. I, I'm... I'm interested to see, but yeah, the poor begging, it kind of needs to stop a little bit. I mean, y'all get Naruto, though. <laughs> uh, maybe we don't talk about Naruto. All right, so let's wrap it up, people. We're, we're, getting, we're getting right at the end here. All right, so I, I've been uh, Bane for you. I, I have a different uh, YouTube and everything now. Um, if you want to find me on Twitch, this is the easiest place to do it, is uh, twitch.com slash F-U-Z-H-O-U-Y-T. So I thought I'd actually still be doing shit on YouTube. Um, I'll, I'll be streaming a lot more on there over the next few months. So, yeah. Uh, Inferno Dragon, where can we find you at? You can find me at Inferno Dragon 3D on Twitter and on YouTube and Twitch at Inferno Dragon 343. Mr. Shadow Pyro, where can we find you at? I'm just highly impressed with how we set that. I actually i'm gonna go follow him right now that was oh, I, I mean, that was nice smooth you can find me on instagram uh ds pyro twitter ds shadow pyro uh i got the new thing well i say new vero uh i have no idea how to use it but i got it at D- it's ds pyro again and my youtube is uh, ds space Pyro, not the word space, but there's an actual gap in between the DS and the bio- Pyro. Okay. Uh, Shadow1990, how you doing, buddy? Where can we find you at? You can find me on uh, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube as Shadow1990CH. All right. And Mr. Sonic Kick, where can we find you at? My dorm in, my, in Louisiana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hmm, that's not what i was looking for but okay i got you um sonic kick on youtube uh at sonic kick with an underscore on twitter everywhere else almost everywhere else it's just sonic kick so yeah all right so that's uh this has been episode six of the infinite ammo podcast europe edition and uh we will see you hopefully very soon have a good night y'all peace bye-bye